What's up, everybody? Dante Keller Woods and his main man, Michael Franz, are back. Darrell is out and about. He will not be joining us, but the original OGs are here. And Michael, you just had a question about the all black. I always wear all black, sir. Um, you know, like, like before even Jay-Z said it, when he said, I might be wearing black for four years straight, I was already wearing black. I mean, for uh, eight years straight. So, so check this out. Oh, you did say eight years. You're right. Let me check this no, out. No, no, no. I'm talking about you doing way, oh. way before him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my grandfather was in a couple of wars, so he was actually colorblind. He, uh, something blew up in his face, so he was colorblind. So he wore a lot of gray and black. Now, I didn't know this until he died, to be honest, but my favorite colors have always been blue, gray, and black. So those are my favorite colors. Like, if you're going to ask me what I'm going to wear every day, it's going to be blue, gray, and black. It's not going to be... Um, no pastels in there for you? If I'm in Miami, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, pastels are a necessity sometimes. Bring that, bring that joy and that sunshine out. <laughs> All right. Right. So like, uh, you know, and honestly, when it's in warm, like here in Vegas, I probably need to start wearing lighter colors because black attracts heat, you know, so but I'm going to lose about 20, 25 pounds. Um, I'm training with an actual amateur boxer who we're going to have on this show um, real, real soon. And we're going to also, man, we're going to have a bevy of people. We're going to try to get Devontae Adams on the show. We're going to try to get, we're gonna, so we're going to step our game up here real soon. Being in Vegas has its benefits, bro. Yes, so, but first, we're going to jump right into it. And the first thing we're going to talk about today is, okay, we got we got a few things to talk about. We got started late, but you guys, you're going to hear more from us. We're going to be more consistent when it comes to our podcast. We also going to upload all our old podcasts so we can get you guys. We're going to start an Instagram page. So we're going to be out there. You're going to see more of Michael and DK. But this is the deal. Last, me and Michael on a previous episode, and I can't cue this episode up right now because I don't have the right computer. Um, but Michael and I, we're talking about the Phoenix Suns, and this was before the season even started. And Michael was talking about how DeAndre Aiden, they should have offered him a new contract. But I said that they had to, he should play it out. And I also said that DeAndre Aiden doesn't deserve a Supermax. He deserves something around what, Lonzo Ball got paid this past season. So after this season, he had a great regular season. I'm not going to knock it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to eat some crow. This is not going to be a good look for me. But then when they played the Dallas Mavericks, the man didn't see the floor at all. Biombo and JaVale McGee played in most of that series. So my question to you, Mr. Michael, friends, do you still stand by what you said? And 
after seeing his play, does he does do you still think he deserves the super match from the Phoenix Suns and why? Um, I do. I do. Wow. I, I cannot, like I said to you yesterday, I cannot wait to hear this argument. So let's let's go. <laughs> so the, the the first point I'm gonna make is based on position. Okay. And that's the, that's the center position, right? Right. The center position is now a it's almost a hybrid position now. Like you have shooters that are you know, that are centers. You have centers that are shooters, right? Joel Embiid's a shooter. Cat's a shooter. Who, he, Cat won the three-point contest this year, right? Well, he didn't do nothing in the playoffs. Right. But either way, either way, to find a center, and he's not one of those, and I'm going to say Shaq-type centers in the sense of, like, body mass, body type. He's not one of those big, dominant center forces. Right. But the reason they drafted him as a big man was mainly for rebounds, right? Playing that defensive hole putting somebody in the middle, being in the lane, being disruptive. Does he have his faults? Absolutely. But I want, I, I want to see that they're, they're going to open up a hole. If they get rid of him, they're going to open up a hole that they need to fill and then start with another young individual. They're already a few years in with DeAndre Ayton and he and Devin Booker, they, they've been together. So there's camaraderie there. Right. So talk about position and team. Like there's necessities there for him that say we're, I'm not ready to hit the reset button on the Phoenix Suns at center yet, okay? Mm-hmm. The other thing is this, comparatively with contracts. So instead of signing DeAndre Ayton, who did the Phoenix Suns sign? Mikael Bridges, and they signed Landry Shannon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, I'm not saying they're not productive. I'm not saying Mikael Bridges is not productive. Number two he in the defensive very, player of the year, Bowman. He, he is very, very productive. Out of those two, of course, he is the better one of the two. But let's give a comparative situation with their contracts. They got the same. They got the, the they got new deals the same time instead of DeAndre Ayton. Both of them were four year deals. Right now, Landry Shamit has a deal of forty two and a half million dollars. Mikael Bridges at ninety million dollars. Mm-hmm. So roughly, it's a four year deal at one hundred and thirty two million dollars. Right. Comparing him to the Lonzo Ball contract, the Lonzo Ball contract is four years, $80 million. So either Lonzo Ball is getting shafted on his contract or Mikhail Bridges and Landry Shamit are being overpaid. I think personally that they're being overpaid. You can't give DeAndre Ayton only $80 million when those two are getting that type of money. Right? Let's talk stats now. DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton is top 10, was it well, almost top 10 in what? Rebounds? He averaged 8.9. Wait a minute. I, the, I heard you say almost top 10. Almost. He was 11. <laughs> you want to get as close as top 10 as possible. And the but, only reason but he, 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 he added in there but, later. But yeah, keep going. I, I'm about to destroy you. Are you? <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. This is this is more on not and, and I don't I don't want to say it's because of skill. Right now, I would say if it was pure, purely based on anything for my decision outside of what I'm going over, mm-hmm. I say let him go. Yes. I say let him go. Yes. But yes. the decisions that the Suns have made have put them in this position that say, wait a minute, you're gonna do this, but not this. Right. And this is mm-hmm. why this is why I have my problem with the Phoenix Suns. They make these decisions that just make you scratch your head and say, why? Right. 
and look where they're at. Okay, so he didn't perform in the playoffs. I get that. I mm-hmm. get that. But when you take their seasonal stats between the two players I just mentioned with the contracts that they have, that they paid instead of DeAndre Ayton, they equal what DeAndre Ayton did on his own. So if anything, DeAndre Ayton is worth at least a four-year $150 million deal. Oh, no. Absolutely. No. Based on, based on the logic that the Suns made to, dra- to get those two. No, hold on. So let me ask you this. Are you basing that off of potential? Because you can't be basing that off of, of service because there's no way that if, you, if, if we're doing the eye test, Okay, and I went to a couple of the Dallas Mavericks games versus the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs when they were in Dallas. The guy didn't even get on the court. So let me tell you why they gave Mikael Bridges that deal. Okay, they gave Mikael Bridges that deal because they saw potential and they were right about Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, and he's also a wing, a three and D player. He's also a two way player. I think you have to give Mikael Bridges that money now. The the Landry thing, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. They but it was only forty two million. That's not a lot in the NBA. That's a role player salary. Okay, but he doesn't even have game time to play either. He he was used, and he performed very well when Devin Booker and Chris Paul was out. He performed well when they, when they were out. Now, this is the deal. I agree when you say let him go. The, the reason why you don't give DeAndre Aiden that kind of money is because right now I can name three other centers that have outperformed him that don't even make close to that kind of money right now anyway. And two of them are on his team. Two of them, they went and got Biombo. They got him after he was cut. And he fit in. So this this is when we talk about system, okay? Now, you keep talking about the Phoenix Suns, but I think you're talking about the old Phoenix Suns because James Jones has made some very great moves as the president of the Phoenix Suns. He's made some great moves. What I will say is this. DeAndre Aiden, I thought for most of the year, yes, he deserved that money. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I was like, okay, because when Devin Booker and Chris Paul was hurt, they deferred to him a lot. So what you're saying is, is they didn't have those two guys. Yes, then I think he deserves $150 million. But in Monty Williams' scheme, I don't think he deserves $150 million. That's that's why a lot of people make it in the league and don't make it in the league because some people get drafted in the wrong spots. He was drafted in the right spot, but they chose not to build around him. They chose to build around Devin Booker. Devin Book Book was there first. But I think when they took DeAndre Aiden, remember, that wasn't James Jones. That was his predecessor. So now I'm thinking they're looking at him more as an asset. I think it's going to be more of a trade. It's going to be a sign-and-trade deal somewhere. Now... I was going to tell you this, and this is what I think. I like what you said, trade him away. You know who I would trade DeAndre Aiden for? Mm. You ready for this? I would trade him for the guy 
that they should have never traded for in the first place, even though he helped them get a championship. But I would trade DeAndre Aiden for Anthony Davis. And the reason why I would trade DeAndre Aiden for Anthony Davis is because, one, Anthony Davis is injury prone, but I think he fits in better with that type of team. I think he fits in better with Chris Paul. I think he fits in better with D-Book. And I think DeAndre Aiden, what Anthony Davis and LeBron did in the bubble, and if they keep Russell Westbrook, they could use (laughs) – yeah, that's another story. But if they keep Westbrook, they could do the pick and roll all day long. DeAndre Aiden is that type of guy. And I think that if he's going to work – I don't think he deserves to get it from Phoenix if he's going to get it. If he stays with Phoenix, there is going to be $80 million. Okay? He's not getting that money from Phoenix. Now you got to think about yeah, – they can't afford it. They can't afford it because they gave Chris Paul that big deal, which is another – I mean, but Chris Paul helped with the CBA. He knew what he was doing when he did that. When they did that, he knew – he was yeah. thinking by himself. You can't get mad about that. But – with DeAndre, with DeAndre Aiden, if he wants that type of money, there's a few teams, and it can work. But this is what DeAndre Aiden needs to do that I'm surprised he hasn't done yet that they hold him back from. At the University of Arizona, he used to shoot threes. He was actually a pretty good three-point shooter. I think he shot like around 40%, 40-something percent from behind the three-point line. The NBA – that is a great percentage, especially for somebody. Now, I agree with you when you say he's a lot like Joel Embiid. The problem is, I think, and I'm going to say this for you, I think he's slightly better than Joel Embiid because he's more athletic, he's not injury prone, and you saw flashes of what he could be if he's the main guy. Another team I think he will work out with is the team that's about to get eliminated tonight. And that is the Miami Heat. You go ahead and trade Bam. Bam fits in better with Phoenix's scheme, and they can afford him. DeAndre, because Jimmy Butler, he's going to do his thing. They also have three-point shooters. A lot similar to the Phoenix team, but a little bit different. They would go to, you see Bam sometimes is the center point guard. He'll bring the ball up the court. He did it like four he times against Boston. He was a three-point champion, too. Or what was it, the uh, the skills champion? He was the skills champion, right. That ended with a three-point shot. So I think that he would fit in with Phoenix. And you can put DeAndre there as well. They could give him the money. Another team they can fit in with is the team that's going to eliminate the, Boston, uh, the, the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics. He will fit in great because, one, he's athletic. They have a switching defense. Robert Williams, I love him, but Robert Williams is up and coming. Think about it from this perspective. You trade DeAndre Aiden, sign and trade deal for Robert Williams. You stick him in that Phoenix Suns team. It's a perfect match as well. Last but not least, there's another team that he works out perfectly with. And this is going to blow everybody's mind. If, uh, if you say the team I'm thinking right now, because I have two teams in mind, and one of them was Boston. Uh-huh. 
What's the other one? You just tell me. No, you tell me. The one that I think is the number one for him that should he go somewhere is Indiana. I was about to say that. <laughs> team, yes. The team that always have had good. I would love Miles Turner here. Bro, Miles Turner would fit in perfectly here in this system. He would fit in great with Rick Carlisle's system. We on the same page with that. You know who else would be good in Rick Carlisle's system that nobody's talking about, and they have money to sign him if Brooklyn doesn't offer him the extension? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving would fit in good with this Indiana team, but they would have to give up Malcolm Brogdon. They had to get rid of him. And last but not least, there's one other team that, that, that we didn't talk about. The San Antonio Spurs, who are Greg Popovich is great at developing centers. DeAndre Aiden is a cross between Mr. Robinson and Tim Duncan. I think he's can de- he can develop into that type of player. But my argument is he doesn't deserve it with the Phoenix Suns. Now, if you give it to him somewhere else for what he potentially could be, you got to also know, hey, we're building around you, DeAndre. And we're going to, because Phoenix stopped. I love when they drafted him, right? That's like, this is a good piece. But that would have been if they would have made Devin Booker because Devin Booker and him, you like you said, they came together. But when they stuck Chris Paul in there, that was the end for DeAndre Ayton. That was I, the, I completely agree. That was and the absolute end. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rebuttal anything that you said because you made complete valid points and great trade opportunities for them. But they would have to be those trade opportunities, and those teams would have to be willing to give those players up. Right. I don't necessarily see those players giving giving those guys up. I don't see Bam going anywhere from Miami. I don't see Anthony Davis going anywhere. Wow. He's already an established star. But and- why not, bro? Let's just think about logic. The Lakers will be done. I heard what Phil Jackson said, and that's probably why you're not coaching anymore. Sorry. Love you, Phil. You you probably one of the greatest coaches ever. But, but you are not a good executive. We saw that in New York. Agreed. For you to say to trade LeBron James, you have lost your damn mind. Don't, you, you don't trade LeBron James. You don't trade the greatest, what some people call the greatest player that's ever played the game of basketball. You do not trade him away. That's like the Mavericks trading Luka Doncic, in my, in my opinion. You just need to make sure you do. Well, you know who we need as a GM with the Lakers? Bob Myers. We need Bob Myers as the GM of the Lakers. Pay that man wherever the hell you think he... Look what he put together. You know another guy you need? Because I'm not going to give all the credit to Bob Myers. I'm going to give it to Mark Jackson. You need Mark Jackson, even if he's not a coach. Mark Jackson is the person who helped draft Clay, Steph, and Draymond. The core that's still there. Bob Myers can take all the credit all he wants. But no, he didn't make those decisions by himself. Agreed. Mark Jackson. So we had somebody like Bob Myers and Mark Jackson. Now, this is the great thing. Bob Myers has done a great job of sustaining that. He's uh, he's he's a man on his own now. He knows what the hell he's doing. That's who we should. That's who the Lakers need to bring in. Rob Palenka, you first of all, to get rid of Caldwell Pope, I, I don't think he should have got rid of. I think they should have always gotten rid of Kuz instead of Brandon Ingram. 
I think they should have always have done that because everybody at the time wanted Kuz. Think about it like this. And I think that was maybe a little bit of magic's ear in the, uh, magic's mouth in their ear. But I feel like if you would have maintained Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart, you still would have a pretty good team. Yeah, the problem that with that was is that they didn't work well with LeBron, so they had to go. Well, do you? So that brings me to my next question. Cause I was about to say this. There's been a lot of team, a lot of people that has played with LeBron. Do you think LeBron should start adjusting to the talent that he has around? Should he be more of a facilitator than anything? Because this is the problem. He doesn't look to score. He holds the ball for 20 seconds per play. Bro, me and Jarrell looked this up. It was 18 to 20 seconds per play. Okay? That's the whole shot clock. So if you're going to be doing something like that, Kind of like what Luca. So this is what I was saying because I saw glimpses of LeBron and Luca in this playoff series. People can say what they want. Luca's gonna be great. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, he needs to get I in agree. shape. He needs to get in shape, but he's gonna be great. Um, if they would have had the shooters, let's just say if Luca would have had that Cleveland Cavaliers team that lost, that lost to the now I'm not talking about. I'm talking about when they got rid of when when uh, when Jordan Clarkson and all. Yeah, 2018, like 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those two. Yeah, the, the KD the KD championships with the Warriors. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying with Luca they would have beat that Warriors team. I'm saying with this particular the way Luca plays with that particular group with that kind of group with those type of shooters. I feel like they could have beat the Warriors. I think they could have gotten past the Warriors. Uh, 2018 LeBron is arguably the best, one of the best players. Like yeah. if, of any individual, 2018 so, LeBron is one of the greatest players. I know, and, I knew, and, I knew, and I knew you were going to say it, but this is the problem. Luca holds the ball for 11 to, to about 14 seconds. Mm-hmm. LeBron holds the ball for 20 seconds. Was there's, that better now? Huh? No, that was then too. LeBron's always has usage has always been high. Yeah, his, that is. his usage has always been high. So my thing is this. If you get rid of the ball, sometimes you have more to work with. You have more options. I think that's why Golden State works the way they work because even though Steph might bring up the ball, Clay might bring the ball, Draymond might give, give up the ball. Boston, you know what I love about Boston? Because even though, I mean, their system is so great and it's the old San- – Boston and the Warriors have the San Antonio Spurs system, an inkling of their system because both of those coaches came from San Antonio, okay? So – when you look at the flow of those teams, there's not one, just one guy. I think what hurt the marriage also was Tim Hardaway Jr. Not being there. I think that, that hurt them tremendously. Um, and I just feel like the Dallas Mavericks, their role players got tired. And at times they were just standing around. I mean, they were standing around like a lot of LeBron James teams do. So, 
I'm saying this though, when you have I think Jordan Clarkson, who was the former sixth man of the year, I think he I would take him over Jalen Bronson. I would take him over Finney Smith. I would take him over a few of those guys, right? You have an offensive rebounder by Tristan Thompson. He was there. And then you keep forgetting the the uh the 2018 team. I don't know if because I keep forgetting about this. I wouldn't have traded Kyrie for nothing in the world. I wouldn't have gotten rid of him. So I, I'll have to take a step back with that. I was actually saying with Kyrie Irving, I think Luca can play with somebody like Kyrie Irving. And if they have somebody like Jordan Clarkson and all those guys, that's what I'm saying. Not so it still needs another star regardless. Right. Like yeah. another. And and even DeAndre Aiden, could you imagine DeAndre Aiden? I mean, I'm, I don't think he's a, a great fit there, but could you imagine him going to Dallas and playing with Luka Doncic? It'd be interesting. That would be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. I don't know. Um, as far as the DeAndre Aiden thing goes, like I said, my the reason why I didn't combat anything is because of the fact that, you know what I mean, uh, my decision is based on what the Suns have already done right? with the potential, right? If that X those things out, I'm with you 100%. We're on the same side for that. Okay. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I also, just to kind of touch on it real quick, I know Phil Jackson sounds crazy. Yeah, he does. Right? You don't trade LeBron James. You don't, you don't trade Michael Jordan, right? But the Lakers have put themselves into a very, very interesting position. Yeah. And to think of what they could get back if they're able to keep Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, you still got two stars and then you can, you can get a couple first <laughs> rounds, three first rounds for LeBron James. Yeah. So why not? Like, I mean, if you can, and then you, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Hold on. I agree with that. If you're going to get draft picks, like Sam Presti, yes. But if you can, if you have to unload your whole team, no. I think I think it has to be a draft pick situation. I think yeah. I, the the one that I was looking at, if anything, the one that I would actually support is him going back to Cleveland. No, because you want to know why they would have to give up way too much. They've already no, they wouldn't. Team. They wouldn't. What they would have to give up would be Kevin Love because of the money, and then three first rounds. You give Kevin Love in three first rounds and you get LeBron James back in Cleveland, you open up some more money and you get some draft picks for the future for L.A., it's more of a business decision than anything. You don't want to trade LeBron James. Kevin Love is not leaving Cleveland. He doesn't want to leave Cleveland. He said he wants to finish career there. Hold on. If he's under contract, it's not his choice. And LeBron James would want to keep one of his his best friends in Cleveland. I don't think that that's going to work. I think well, that, I think that if anything, you give up Colin Sexton because he's coming up with a, it. Had to be a tr- sign and trade deal. Collins, you Cleveland signs Colin Sexton, and then you bring him over as possibly you. And you have to get a third or maybe a fourth team to to do this because he's not going to stay in L.A. Like especially, but I like that idea. If you're going to do draft picks, yes, building around now Russell Westbrook with Anthony Davis because. That's the problem. The problem is LeBron. The problem is, is like, 
oh, hey, I want to play with this guy. But think about it. Why you why Chris Paul and him have never played together? Because they both have such high usage of the ball. Yeah. The Carmelo thing should have been a lot sooner. Could you imagine Carmelo Anthony with D Wade and Miami Heat back then? It, he That's was, what I wanted instead of Bosch, but Bosch. Oh, no, no, no. That was because Melo took that big money. No, in he court. went to New York. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if I if I'm Melo and I'm looking back at that, I'm like, why the hell didn't I just do that? You know, I mean, but. He went to New York. Hell, I would have been. In, I I like the New York. My mom loves the New York Knicks. I actually grew up watching the Knicks, so they were one of my favorite teams. So that would have been cool. But LeBron playing with Westbrook, another guy that has high usage. Yeah, didn't work. And he can't shoot. I mean, let's just keep it real. He can't shoot. I mean, he's good. Greg in the back. He's great. He's one of my favorite dunkers in the league, and he used to be one of my favorite defensive players in the league. But I just kind of. We finding out more and more that Frank is the reason why he didn't play as well because he didn't allow him to do be him, you know. Yeah, so. his his uh, the, the way he managed the the different teams it just didn't work well. Right, um, right. I do have a question. Yeah, just posing this position. So, Kevin, we know Kevin Love is a friend of of LeBron James, but right. He also had the Cleveland Cavaliers draft Colin Sexton. So that's some you, – you're, you're talking about a form of a relationship regardless that one of them is going to be affected if they go to L.A., right? I don't see Cleveland giving up Sexton, Garland, or Jarrett Allen because that's their core right now. Well, I think they'd give up Sexton because they play the same position. And there has been some – Sexton has been a little bit upset about DG, and DG has basically became Agreed. the man there. Yeah. Agreed. But if let's say it came down to it and you said he would require one of his friends to still be there and Kevin Love, right? What if LeBron at this point is officially not that I'm not saying he hasn't been because this is going to, this is going to spark some people when they hear this. What if he officially goes ring chasing? I think he should go ring chasing. I do too. Forget it. Dude, Steph is right on your butt right now. Yeah. Not that I would say that, I mean, I still put them in two whole different categories, but championship-wise, Steph is about to win one. Nah, that we, yeah. we're about to talk about that here in a second. Yeah, Steph is about to win one. We're about to, no, no, we're going to talk about that here in a second, but finish your thought on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if, if you've got a couple years left, right, Forget any of the relationships, personal relationships you have. Go do what you got to do. Get your rings. And, in fact, if you can go back to Cleveland and get them one, maybe two, because they had a good season. They showed a lot of promise. And, in fact, at one point, I thought that they were going to beat Brooklyn in the in the playoffs. I yeah. was like, well, wait a minute. This is a Cleveland team. I wasn't expecting The only team – there's two teams that I think he should go to if he's going to go anywhere. And Cleveland I think – Go go where? Cleveland or Philadelphia. You were right about bad. the second one. Yeah. No, Miami would be my first one. I think that he should go back to Miami, play with Jimmy Butler. You give up Tyler Hero because even though Tyler Hero got six man of the year, playoffs is where, where champions are made. You get what I'm saying? Jordan Clarkson got six man of the year. It, that's great. You know, we saw Lou Williams get it for I don't know how many years in a row. It does not mean anything. Right. 
right. Tyler Hero said, you need to put me in the same conversation as those guys that were drafted before me. Sorry, T Hero. Like you, bro. You you not you know we're close to Bubble Hero at all. Bubble right. Hero, and what the bubble showed, my man, was when you not distracted. That's why when we were talking about this hundred days and me getting off social media and stuff like that. Bro, you didn't know this, but I didn't know how to swim. I'm 44 years old. I didn't know how to swim. For my 44th birthday, I learned how to swim. It took me, uh, the my instructor said it was going to take me probably a couple of weeks. I learned how to swim in two days because I listened. I was focused. I wasn't distracted with anything else. Bubble players were way different than right now. Now it's too many distractions. So even I love Jimmy, but Jimmy was even on one in in my in, in the bubble. Jimmy. Yeah, bubble Jimmy was a different Jimmy. That's like yeah, that's like masked one. Kyrie. Yeah. Masked or Kyrie. Ramadan Kyrie, masked LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Bubble Jimmy was but a different the only Jimmy. person that stayed who left from the bubble. And but the only and I'll even say team, okay, were the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. That have been consistent since they left the bubble and it stayed at Mikael Bridges, Devin Booker, they've all balled out still since they left the bubble. They played so well in the bubble because remember, Chris Paul made it into the bubble with the Oklahoma City Thunder. They played so well that Monty said, Bro, come here, come play, come play here. You get what I'm saying? And that goes to my next question. But hold on, let me finish this. Let me finish my thought. The reason why I think LeBron should go to Philadelphia is because, and, and this is the deal, they can get rid of, I would get rid of uh, Tobias Harris. You don't need Tobias Harris there. Maybe you keep him because you might need a shooter. But you can get it done with Joel Embiid. You're going to have to give up James Harden. That's not going to work. But with that team, Russell Westbrook and James Harden together again. No, that's gonna have to. They're gonna. This is the deal. It's gonna have to be a situation where James Harden, because this is the deal. James Harden opted in. Okay. I don't see him playing with LeBron. I think another team would have to be involved there as well. And we, we gotta see if James Harden is gonna be the James Harden of old if he works out and does all this stuff, a lot of people think that he's, he's done. He probably should have stayed with the Nets. I'm sorry, James. You probably should have stayed with the Nets this year. And then just rockets to be real with you. Well, not with that team. I don't think you stay with that young team, but maybe so Jalen green, all those guys, they started balling at the end of the year. So maybe he stayed there. Like sometimes, you know what I love about LeBron. One thing I do love about LeBron is LeBron has a rebuild every damn year. Everybody need to, everybody need to like <laughs> take notes. Yeah, I, James I Harden. James Harden. If you would have stayed, I mean, you brought up a very interesting point right there. He stays with this team: John Wall, Jalen Green, uh, uh, Keon Martin, uh, Christian Jim, Wood. Christian Wood. That team is better than the Philadelphia and the. Possibly the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, depending on if Kyrie's not there the whole year, you know, right? 
But as it is right now, that team would have been better than either one of the teams he went to. Just to keep it real. I that's my personal opinion. I I mean James Harden, I mean staying in Houston if he could. I think if anything, you talk about systems, he needs to just follow Mike D'Antoni wherever he goes. Well, that's what or that's similar what, systems too. Mike well, that's that's why Stephen A. Smith even said, I'm gonna keep my eye on this organization because he didn't it's like he did that on purpose to get Doc fired. And if I'm Doc, I'm going to LA anyway. If I'm Doc, I'm going to LA. I know he said something about he wants to be closer to his daughter. You know, Philadelphia and New York, they're not that far. I spent some time there in the summer. It's actually just a short drive. But at the same time, I think if I'm them, I'm, I'm out. The Lakers want me. I have a chance to, to coach the greatest player on the planet. I'm out. I don't care what you say. You can go get Mike D'Antoni. I think that's what they want to do because Mike D'Antoni hasn't – Mike D'Antoni turned down – the Sacramento Kings job, and he also is not taking the Charlotte Hornets job. Why? But now they know that now he knows that Doc is going to be there another year. Does he sit out and he wait? But this is the problem. Joel Embiid ain't going to want to stay there while James Harden wants to have his coach there. This is the problem. Dan Tony ain't won with anybody. He had Kobe and he ain't win. Mike Dan Tony is not a good. He's, he's a good plug-in coach. He's a good regular season coach. He had Steve Nash. He had the Phoenix Suns at the best that they had ever been up yes, until yes. recently, right? And that, those are those are the years that, like, I sat back like, oh, well, you know what? His system is good for the right. He's like a Peyton Manning, great in the regular season and can't get it done in the playoffs. Well, no, you're talking about something totally different, bro. Peyton Manning's stats were great in the playoffs. His teams weren't great. Not, hey, that, I didn't say that. That, that, that was totally. That's not even. That's not. Even, I was just using. I was just using the thing that Peyton Manning, as good as he is, only has one ring. No, he has two rings. Or two, two. Sorry, one yeah. with Denver. I forgot. I'm thinking the Indianapolis Peyton Manning. Yeah, and he wins. No, but this is the deal. Those Brady's no, got seven. Those were the teams. And even Tom Brady, look, you, you, we don't want to talk about the GOAT. The GOAT is still the GOAT, whatever. But, but it's no different than, well, that brings me to this question because now we're about to talk about it. You think that Steph is about to get another ring, right? Yeah. If Steph gets his fourth ring, is he right there with LeBron now? No. And why not? Because there's personal accolades like MVP. We're not talking about sports. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't I mean, matter. I'm talking about stats, yeah. Is it, it's not just stats. It's accolade and awards. The stats The stats separate themselves completely. He's 17. He's going to be – he is right now 17,000 points behind LeBron if you want to talk stats. As the greatest shooter alive, you will never pass that, bro. He will never pass that. I don't care how long. Yeah, but He's you're talking about – I'm I'm saying this though. The reason why I think he's right in the same conversation now is because everybody talk about how Braun changed the game, right? That's most of y'all's argument when y'all say why he's the greatest player that you know that's uh, ever played. That's right? not that's not my argument. <laughs> that's most people's argument. That's fine. So if you are six two and under, Kyrie and and Steph, Kyrie hasn't done anything, but let's just go with Steph. <clears throat> Steph has proven 
He has kids. Hell, I see it outside here on my court. You have kids pulling up from half court. You have kids trying to now turn around and shoot three pointers. This is the deal. There will be better shooters that come into the league based on the way the league is now. But when you say, is he right there with LeBron? I think he has to be in that conversation because LeBron only has four. You can even push Shaquille O'Neal in that conversation. Yeah, I'm talking about if we're going off championships. If you're going championships only and only that, of yeah. course, because it's 4-4, four, four, right? Yep, yep. But, but when you say, can you put this person in the same category as this person? You have there's more than just one topic that has to be talked about, and it's not just championships because championships are a team game. Right. If you want, if you want to see, if you want to talk about changing and leading, I want to see Steph Curry do what LeBron did with the teams that he was on. That man took a team with Anderson Verizal, Mo Williams, who Daniel Gibson. They they went to the finals. Steph Steph Curry, go do that. Do that. You're not going to do it, for one. So not, not even just that. Let's take the teams that Steph Curry went against. That man, LeBron, was the best player on the court every damn one of them series. In fact, 2015, Andre Iguodala got the MVP for the finals only because the, the Cavaliers lost. Right. That's it. Right. LeBron was the best player on both sides, statistically, across the board. So – you can't sit there and say Steph has Steph. I'm not questioning his legacy. Yes, he changed the game for his position, but LeBron did has done something that a lot of people have never done. But and will be. Able to but, but but this is my my question. When people say that, right? He's done something that a lot of people have done. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he still hasn't passed him yet. Okay, and Kareem has five rings, right? Uh-huh. So he still hasn't passed. He hasn't still haven't passed Kareem yet. He will next season. Lord, you know, he doesn't get hurt or willing. But when they say he's done things to transcend the game. Now, I know he's the only player that had what I think is 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 points and 10,000 assists, right? 30, 10 and 10, 30, 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Okay. So 30, 10 and 10, he's the only player ever to do that. Right. But this is my point during that. This is why I always now, because me and Jarrell talked about this. In the 80s, you had to say, all right, well, you know, after the 80s and the 90s, people were saying Kareem was probably the, the greatest player ever at that time because he was the scoring champ, things like that. He had won five championships. He was the greatest of all time. Right at that particular time, at that particular era. Then Michael Jordan came. Michael Jordan didn't score as many points as Kareem, but he won six championships. He'd never been in a game seven ever. And so people said in the 90s, he was the greatest of that time. 2000s, it was up for grabs. It was really nobody. You can throw Kobe in that, in that, uh, in that realm. And to me, like Kyrie said the other day, I don't care what nobody says. Kobe Bryant is my favorite player ever. Greatest player to me ever. Um, LeBron's greatness happened when he learned how to win in Miami. And he took that to Cleveland. 
The only problem is, like Peyton Manning, he ran into Steph Curry. You get what I'm saying? Steph Curry, LeBron James ran into Steph Curry the same way Peyton Manning ran into Tom Brady. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bro, logically, why can't you do that? Why can't don't do, do that? that? No, nah, don't, don't, do don't, no, don't, tell don't me, do that. Tell me why can't you do that? Tell don't me. Don't do that. Tell For me. one, because, because Steph Curry is not the greatest player in his actual sport. That's, bro. Okay. He's the greatest shooter ever. But he's not the greatest in the, in the, in the, in the game, period. Well, there are some who think Peyton Manning is the greatest player, and there are some who – see, this is what we have right now. This is what we have right now. You can go – you can go – LeBron's the greatest because he got the stats. Do, do, you, know why stat, yeah, do okay. you know why stats are so important, though? Why? Stats are, stats are so important because they're fact and not emotional. Okay, so, so hold on. Before Tom Brady essentially played three or four years longer than Peyton Manning. Before he even passed Peyton, it took him a lot longer to pass Peyton. So you're going by stats. How come Peyton is not the greatest? I'm not saying he's not, but no, 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 but no hold on. Tom, Tom Brady. I would tell I would tell you this. I would tell you this. No, no, no. Let's not we can't let's just say this. Tom Brady, let's not count because the Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady had a successful dynasty. Yeah. That's why. During those same years that Peyton Manning was as good as he was. But hold on. During those same amount of years that Tom Brady was doing this thing, Peyton Manning still outformed him statistically. Statistically. He still there. outperformed him statistically. Let's so bring to my next question, though. Same situation here. Steph got in the way of LeBron winning multiple championships, correct? Let's just say, I don't think he's going to do it, but let's just say he wins this year, and let's just say they win next year. He has five. He has more than LeBron. Is he the greatest player? Nope. No. Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now, brother, that people will probably argue because Steph, you know what Steph said the other day, bro? He said that he feel like with this team and going forward, he can get six or seven rings. That's fine. Hold on. If he gets six or seven rings, then the fact that he's gone through LeBron for three of them. Yep. Would you still not consider him the greatest player? Nope. Wow. He could win 10. He could win 10 and I wouldn't consider it. So, so it's all about the stats. No, it's not in this, in that, in that argument, it's not about the stats, but this is the deal. In that, in that argument, convey. it's more about, it's more about. This is what I'm trying to convey because we're talking about the stats, right? Mm -hmm. Kareem has five. He is still above LeBron. Uh-huh. Right. That's fine. So how are we calling him the greatest player ever? LeBron? Yes. Like, why? How? Not because, because of, not because of what his performance has been. I mean, hell, we both grew up in the Jordan era, okay? LeBron has done some great things in the couple finals. But Michael Jordan was unreal. I was sitting there watching. He was unreal in one, bro. One. One what? 
That was the flu games. The flu games. No, you, did you not watch him against the Lakers in 1990? I watched crazy? all those. I watched all those. Did Go back not? to those. Go back to those and see how much Scottie Pippen had to do with those. Bro, Scottie, I'm not arguing about Scottie Pippen. You can make I'm, this is this okay. is this is so this we can is, make the argument that he doesn't win a championship in Cleveland if 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 Kyrie doesn't hit that shot. But Kyrie, the, that shot doesn't matter if LeBron doesn't block the ball from Iguodala. So hold on, Scottie Pippen doesn't matter if Michael Jordan is not doing what he's doing in the game. And Michael Jordan doesn't get all the the complete credit because Scottie Pippen helped with majority of that. Scottie Michael Pippen, Jordan before Scottie Pippen Scottie, was no, 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 no. You you are tripped. Michael Jordan was what LeBron James is before he got Scottie Pippen and a better score. Let's not trip right there. You are out of your mind right now. <laughs> Michael Jordan is probably the greatest scorer to ever play the game. LeBron has more points. Even Carmelo had more points. Michael Jordan, the way he got buckets, the way he got them in, and what he took to get those buckets, I'm not talking about physicality. I'm talking about able to get his own shot is the greatest score you've ever seen. Okay. So and hold on. And, and let me go back to my point. And, and with the trailblazers, Michael Jordan, did you miss that finals? Did you no, not watch it. that final against the Lakers? Did you not watch that finals against the Phoenix Suns when they were up by 11 points and with three minutes left? No, 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 hold on. I keep saying three minutes. It was a minute and 13 seconds left. Michael Jordan scored the last 12 points. And LeBron scored the last 18 points before Ray Allen's three-pointer. Hold on, hold on. But not in a minute span, young man. That was in doesn't matter. In that doesn't matter. matter. That doesn't it, matter. The, yeah, the does. thing that matters it, is that it was the last the, the 11 points before Steve Kerr's three. LeBron had 18 points before Ray Allen's three. Or not, it was a Steve Kerr's three. It was John Paxson. It was Paxson. Paxson's three. My, Same scenario. No, no, no. And LeBron still, no. still outscored him. No, but this is my point, though. LeBron did that over the course of a quarter, methodically. Methodically. I'm saying that wrong. Methodically. So then who's, who's playing chess better? What do you mean who's playing chess better? In that case, LeBron's doing it methodically, right? Yeah. I'm saying over a course, but this is the problem what we know about LeBron. When it has to be done, mm -hmm. and we saw this, this is why now, and this is even some of the people now, this is why they've taken LeBron James out of the goal conversation. He didn't get them anywhere this year, bro. And I'm a Laker fan. Who where was he gonna where was he gonna take him by himself? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He didn't get them to the playoffs, bro. He's missed the playoffs twice with the Lakers twice with the Lakers. Now that's either saying that he's putting a bad team around himself. Cause we already know that he kind of handpicks his team. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's putting a bad team around himself and maybe he needs to let everybody else do his job. Maybe they can take his advice about something, but he's putting a bad team around himself. LeBron, far as me being a Laker fan, right? I feel like this is still 2014. Like, yeah, we got a championship in the bubble, but guess what? The Lakers haven't been bubble Lakers since they've been out of the bubble. And we just Anthony talked about Davis that. has been hurt. He's always been hurt. He was hurt with New Orleans. I don't even know why Agreed. they wanted him. You get what I'm saying? He's because always he, been he was, hurt. He's the best big man in the game when that happened. 
he was the best big man in the game. But to our point, I think right now the best big man in the game is Joel Embiid. And, and if he goes to the right spot, and we're going to be talking about D.A. here very soon, if he goes to the right spot, even if he goes to L.A. with LeBron, he'll be the best man in the league next year. That's my personal opinion. But my point is this. You can't, when everybody's throwing the stats around, he has similar stats as as Kareem, Kareem has five, even Magic has five, and he still hasn't gotten them to the, he still hasn't gotten his field championship. And I'm going to be honest, I don't even know if he's going to get his field championship. He yeah, has he to play not. chess right now. He may not, but my my point to the Steph Curry thing is when I said he could win 10 and they're not in the same conversation. And that's because Steph Curry, even on the championship teams that he's been on, He's never won the finals MVP. So he hasn't even been the best player on his team on the floor during that space. I get that. In the finals, he's not clutch. He's the rest of the team. When it comes to – and it's not – these are just factors in, right? But the team is the point. Does he win all – does he win those rings without Clay, Draymond, KD, Sean Livingston? Does he win those those three rings? No. No. Put him – Take LeBron off of Cleveland, put Steph Curry on that. Oh, and tell me that tell me it wouldn't be different with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, well, and and Kevin Love. Yeah, you think the way I think that would work? Hold on, you think those two exchanges they're beating the Warriors with LeBron, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant? No, no, no. First of all, that would have never happened because KD would never play. I'm just saying. I know. I, KD, I know. KD, KD, would, KD even said, I would never play with LeBron James. So I don't that, want them. To first play. of all, that would have happened. So you have to take KD out of that situation. Now, you would have to make some changes, period. Because, like you said, go, Kyrie can't guard for a No, no, no. I'm saying, because remember, Kyrie, Tristan, right? Kyrie and Tristan were already there. LeBron wanted Kevin Love. So he brought him in to there, right? right? But you got to keep in mind, look what Cleveland did without LeBron James when you're moving the ball around. I think with, with Steph there and Steve Kerr in Cleveland and with that particular team with Kevin Love and Kevin, remember, Kevin Love stopped being the Kevin Love that he was in Minnesota. If he doesn't team up with LeBron, he's probably still that. We saw flashes of that Kevin Love this past year. If you bring that same Kevin Love at that particular time, bro, with Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving, I think they win it. I think they win it. Because okay. this is the deal. Clay, now I will say this. I would have loved to have seen Clay sign with LA because then that scenario that you're talking about would have been a real scenario. And it well, would only partial because he still has Draymond and the rest of the team. I just don't know if Draymond can be Draymond with LeBron because Draymond is a facilitator himself. He doesn't use high usage, but hold on. Draymond can't play with somebody that's heavily holding the ball because you got to think about it. I love Draymond. He was a defensive player of the year, offensively skilled. He doesn't have enough skills to play with somebody like LeBron. He's to me, hold on. You take him off of the Warriors. I think he's a better Tristan Thompson and probably not even a better scorer because statistically 
Tristan Thompson is a better offensive rebounder than Draymond Green. You get what I'm saying? So he's a better defensive player, but Tristan is a better offensive player. But it's it's not about Draymond playing with LeBron. The the position was Draymond being able to stay with Curry without Clay. Curry still has Draymond there. No, so, that, so you saying that hold on. So you're saying that Draymond went to Cleveland? No, if 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 Clay went to LA, Curry still has Draymond there. He, I think he still wins. I think he wins. How, how are you going to say the greatest shooter ever that can get his shot when he steps over half court? He's been hurt. But, bro, have you seen Steph play in person? I have a few times. I, I don't necessarily need to. I see the video game on TV. I'm not taking away from his skill, his legacy, or anything, but he can't control the floor and the team like LeBron has always been able to. Bro, but that's not that has not been working out for LeBron. It has not worked out. Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year, but it worked for at least eight years in a row. It worked okay. It worked out eight years in a row with a conference that doesn't look like it does now. Hold on. We're gonna really, we're gonna really bring in the heat. So hold on. Let me let me let me do it like this. This Boston Celtics team. You think that the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm talking about the same team constructed right now, this Celtics team. You think the Cleveland Cavaliers can beat this Celtics team? Which with Cleveland, the, the, with the, the current Cleveland Cavaliers? No, I'm talking about even with the LeBron the before Kyrie broke up with them. LeBron and Kyrie are owning Boston. LeBron has owned Boston and Toronto. Not not with this team. Because yes, he would. Hold on. You need to go back and look at the tape. Jason Tatum, his rookie year, destroyed LeBron James. I don't destroyed care. Destroyed LeBron James. Bro, you need what to go it, back what was and look the at result? tape. What it, was the result? I said with this team, bro, not yeah. that first year. Hey, you're bringing up you're bringing up what Jason Tatum did to LeBron in no, the no, playoffs. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm. I want you to think about the constructed Boston Celtics team right now. Yep. With whichever Cleveland Cavalier team you want to bring it back to, the way this Boston Celtics team is playing, and bring it back to that Cleveland team, LeBron doesn't get out of the East at all, bro. No, he does not. LeBron's still beating Boston. LeBron LeBron is still beating Boston. Bro, he's not beating Boston. I don't care what you say. Okay, I put it to you this way. If he doesn't go, if he does, I put it to you this way. If the Lakers play Boston this year, they would beat LeBron James and the Lakers. Everybody is beating the Lakers this year. That's not even a question. That's not even a conversation. They beat them already. been beating the Lakers the past few years, except for the bubble team. LeBron didn't make it anywhere before the bubble. He came to the Lakers, didn't make it that year. Made it to the bubble. He, he won the chip, and now we have And yeah. now, what we've been doing for the past two years. So they, they played we, Phoenix the first round. Look, I've been a Lakers fan. And then injuries got helped Phoenix get to where they got. Hey. And then you got this year where you got Russell Westbrook. Look, this is the deal. LeBron has to change the way he plays the game of basketball right now if he's going to win another championship. 
If oh, he I'm not disagreeing. If I'm he continues to facilitate and hold the ball like you just said and point out, you can't do that anymore. The game has changed now. I agree. Back then, in the, in, back then, in the teens, I will 110% agree with you. But you cannot do that now. Does that make sense? Because oh, I, I agree. I agree. Because right now, as constructed, this is not a good team. And LeBron is father time may not have caught up with him, but in a way it kind of has because LeBron either needs to take less money and have some other people build around him, or he needs to change the way he plays the game. Because right now, what J- what Jay Crowder said about him is 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 aging very well right now. He's stat chasing. And the way the game has changed, I think he could have played in, in the era that we grew up watching 110%. But I don't feel like when you really break his game down, and, and I was able to watch LeBron and, um, and Lifetime in New York. LeBron ain't got no moves, man. LeBron is just dribble the ball, I'm going straight to the hole, or I'll step back and shoot. You know, that's the type of guy that he is and he has always been. He ain't got no moves. He's not Kyrie Irving. He's not Steph Curry. He's not even Ben. Look, I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna go further. Ben Simmons has more moves than LeBron James. He just Ben can't Simmons is a point guard. I know that, but what I'm saying is the big physicality of the two. He's six ten, bro. Almost six eleven. Lebr- you're right. He's a point guard. But LeBron James is basically a point guard too. And and LeBron James at this point in his career. He either needs to do one or two things. I'm going to score or and let Russell Westbrook run the offense or Russell Westbrook need to get the hell out of here. I'm going to have to get a big somebody else that's not going to get hurt. And I'm going to be the point guard because the year that they won the championship, he averaged almost 11 assists a game. So he needs to be the point guard. That's bottom line, because that's the same type of offense that Luca has. LeBron's a better defensive player is, but if they get the right shooters around, but I'm just talking about this. Right now, with the team constructed with with Golden State, Golden State is, uh, in this situation, LeBron is Peyton Manning, and and Steph is Tom Brady. Sorry. It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. (laughs) You, You can't say it's not. You can't say it. Look at the, the, the situations. Same thing. John Stockton and Carl Malone would have won two championships if they didn't run into Michael Jordan. Two. The Portland Trailblazers would have won at least one championship with Scottie Pippen there, Rasheed Wallace. Remember that team? Mm-hmm. If they didn't run into Shaq and Kobe Bryant those years, right? Now, the one year that the Lakers just threw away their fifth championship when they could have gotten their fifth with, I mean, I'm sorry, their fourth with, with Shaq and Kobe yeah. was the year that they had Carl Malone and Gary Payton and they lost to your Detroit Pistons. Okay. So, so my point is, is this. So then in that case, did Kobe and Shaq then meet Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups? So you're talking Peyton Manning and, and you in that situation, you saw a lot of selfish basketball. 
And and that's where I'm getting at right now. You you're LeBron holds the ball way too long for the 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 defenses are too good now. And you can't you, you can't hold the ball that long anymore. And see, this is what I love about LeBron being home because I'm a Laker fan, true and true. As a matter of fact, when I level up with this uh, this this next hundred days, me and you're gonna be going to some Laker games, okay? So so but this is what I feel like true and true in this situation. LeBron has to give up the ball a lot earlier. He, I, I he, agree. I agree. Be the facilitator, like you said, be the point guard, 11 assists. The, even if even, the Antoni system works yes. with that. Yes. He, yeah, you're right. You know what's crazy about what you just said? I know. Mike D'Antoni would fit great with these Lakers right now because yeah. it'll be the situation. The only problem with Mike D'Antoni is he needs to have somebody like Mike Brown on his team. He needs a defensive coach to be there every step of the way because he needs that type of backup. Okay, let's go to the NFL. We've been talking about basketball way too <laughs> long. We can talk about yeah, basketball. I thought this was a basketball show. <laughs> it, it, it pretty much is. I mean, we talk about we should just take it. We just we should just change it from the take out to the take to the basketball take. Right. Um, Over time. <laughs> um, so my next question to you is my man, do you feel who do you feel like wins the West this year? Do you feel like the Raiders with their additions, the Broncos, the Chargers, or do we see Kansas City? repeating because last year we saw three teams well two teams it was just two teams sorry from the west do you think it'll be three teams in the plows from the west afc west and do you think the kansas city chiefs will repeat as a champion so i will give i'm actually gonna go out on the limbs i, I did this a while ago i'm always taking risks um <laughs> I believe that your Raiders are going to probably win the West this year. So, so I'm glad you said that because I did this on purpose. If you look at my hat, this is a old LA Raiders hat. Everybody say, why are you wearing a, where you get a black LA hat from? This is the old LA Raiders hat. So I'm wearing that. I haven't converted over to the Oakland Raiders yet because I do live. I mean, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders yet because I do live here in Vegas, but I'm getting pretty damn close. We got season tickets. We can go to the games. I think my kids are going to grow up Raiders fans. Me and my wife was just talking about it. She said our kids are going to be Raiders fans. They're not going to be Packers fans like like you. I'm with that. I I can get with that. (laughs) And and I even said, well, I'm going to be real honest because I had to come to terms with myself, Mr. Michael Friends. Bro, I had to come with my terms. I had to come to terms with myself. And I got to tell you something. And it kind of broke my heart. I had to even tell my dad this. It kind of broke my heart. That I'm a hardcore football fan. I grew up watching the Cowboys. I grew up watching the Packers. But since I've been on the West Coast, my wife pointed something out to me yesterday or the day before yesterday when we were in Orange County. Babe, you are more than a you you are more of a Rams fan than you are 
a Packers fan. And I, of course, when we're going to have her on the show to argue this, but I said, tell me why you say this. She said, when we're out and about, you don't rush home to see the Packers like you did when we were living on the East Coast or in Texas. She said, you always watch the Rams play. And it's probably because we got to go to some games. And it's probably because we were neighbors with a few of the players. And I became cool with them. So I'm going to say this this year. And it's going to sound very callous, but I'm just going to say this. The Cowboys, the Raiders, the Rams, and the Packers are going to be my four teams this year. And after this season, I will only choose one team that I'm going to rock with for the rest of my life. And I'm 44 years old, so we don't know how long that'll be. Hopefully God keeps me here for another 40 to 50 to 60 years. But I'm leaving heavily towards the Rams and the Raiders, bro. The Rams and the Raiders. Well, I think I think that's a, a fair assessment because that's you deciding that. I think that you were a Packers fan maybe because of your dad's legacy, right? I think so, too. That's what my wife came to terms. She's like, I think you, you're more of a Packer fan. You stuck there because... It's said, okay for them to have a place in your heart. Right, right. Right. But you don't have... They don't have to have you as a diehard fan. Right, right. I think after this year, it wouldn't be a bad idea to be a Las Vegas Raiders fan. I think... I think... I think... I think it's heading that way. I think it's, I'm wearing all black. I wear all black all the time. It just, it was meant to be. It was, it was just meant to be. And I got this dope ass white Raider hat and this dope ass black Raider uh, uh, hoodie that I'm bringing out in the fall. You'll get to see. But I got season tickets. I'm going to be moving to Reliant Stadium. Aren't you just going to live there? <laughs> I'm down the street from it, actually. So <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, I, I might, I might just be, uh, I might be sleeping in the suite that we get everyone once in a while. I'll just be like, <laughs> there you go. But, but you think the Raiders are going to do it? I do. Um, I think so. My, my toss up is going to be the Chargers, actually. It's not the Chiefs. Ooh. Okay. I, and I, it's because of, it's just because of uh, personnel changes, the, yeah, uh, player yeah. changes, right? Right. The Las Vegas Raiders, they got who? Devontae Adams. Oh, so now they have Devontae Adams. They got Darren Waller. They got Hunter Renfro. They got Josh Jacobs. They have an offensive line that's not too bad, right? And a good okay. defense. Okay. Who else did they get? Chandler MF Jones. Yes. Okay. Along with that man, that killer Max Crosby, man. Yes, Max Crosby resigning was huge. So they have players on both sides of the ball. Very important because when I talk about Kansas City, they lost players on both sides of the ball. They lost Tyreek Hill and they lost Tyron Matthew. Yes. Right? Ooh. So then we go to the Chargers mm. and then we've got the same offense that has been pretty consistent with Justin Herbert back there. Being a threat in that West, the only reason why they haven't gone anywhere really is because the other teams like Kansas City has been very consistent, right? Mm -hmm. But who did they add to their other side of the ball? Khalil Mack. Yeah. So I think, and I believe that we talked about this when uh, when we had our last episode. 
uh, with Jarrell. Um, if we're sitting here watching Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase doing what they're doing, which I think everybody, 100% of people can agree, it's because they have a deep relationship from college. They didn't stop playing on the same team as each other. Right. Except for one year when Jamar Chase hadn't been in the draft. He was a year behind. Right. Well, guess what? Devontae Adams and Derek Carr have that same camaraderie. They were very successful at Fresno State. Yep. So it might take a little bit to, you know, dust the rust off because of the fact that one's been in Green Bay for a while. The other one's been with the Raiders for a while. Got to get on the same page. But it's like riding a bike. Yep. I don't see those two. Not if if anybody's listening to this and you guys are getting ready for your fantasy drafts, uh, it's not a bad idea to get Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow or get Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Double up on those CDs, guys. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I also agree with you if you can get Hunter Renfro because that last year was Derek Carr's favorite target. Yep. It's going to be very interesting to see. But this is this is why I feel like, and we speak on the Raiders, the Colin Kaepernick situation, he worked out for them. I think this is probably the final year for Derek Carr or two. You know, I think they, you know, Josh McDonald, he, he likes him, but they did give him a huge extension this past year. Um, but I feel like this is a telltale year because you have weapons now. You have Darren Waller, who was actually here the other day. He, he sponsored some kids at our resort at the pool. Um, so shout out to him. Um, but you have... Josh Jacobson, you have Hunter Renfro, you have Devon, uh, Devontae Adams. Um, hold on, bro. And we also we also are are missing. Um, hold on. There's there's one guy that we're we're missing. Oh, a couple of guys. Um, so Demarcus Robinson, who made some some huge catches. Demarcus Robinson is is here. Yeah, from uh, Kansas City. From Kansas City, yeah. Another player that they they were deep at wide receiver and they lost. Right. So my thing is this: you have no excuses if you Derek Carr. But I'm going in a different directions. Okay. This team picked up Montreal Washington, Nick Bonito, Matt Hennison, Fayon Hicks, Delaren Turner, Yell, Luke. A great center, um, but this is what they also who they also p- picked up. Okay, Russell, and you already knew where I was going with this. Yeah, Ru- Ru- Russell Wilson. Okay, and this team right here. Listen to his weapons, Jerry Judy, who hasn't had a real quarterback in this league. Okay, you still I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to stay, but he's still a good tailback and you got Javante Williams, but you got Cortland Sutton. You also got Patrick Sertain, Bradley Chubb. You got Keewan Williams. Hold on, it gets better. The jury's still out on You got Tim Patrick who was killing it in the playoffs last year. So I think this team, because it's already constructed, they were already good. They were good last year. I think Denver wins it this year. 
And I know I'm in, in Las Vegas, but I think Denver wins the West this year. Well, let's let's also see what happens with one of those weapons in Jerry Judy. Because he's in trouble at this point legally. So we'll see what happens with that. Because if if that grows to something, he was hiding evidence. Uh, what was he? he was hiding evidence in regards to a domestic violence charge. Oh wow! Yeah. Look, look. So okay. I'm not saying it's a big deal right now, and he may be able to play through anything that he's going through. I don't know, but we saw the distraction that the Deshaun Watson thing had. Right. When you have legal troubles, there's always going to be a form of a distraction. Right. And let's be real. Cortland, Cortland Sutton has done a lot better than Jerry Judy has. And Jerry Judy is supposed to be that number one over there. Well, I don't feel like he is a number one. I feel like he's a slot receiver. I think he's like a Hunter really? Renfro, um, Cooper Cup type receiver. I think if they use him that way, which I think Josh will, I think that he will do well. But we got our choices. What do you think of the Raiders working out Colin Kaepernick, you know, a couple of days ago? Do you think it's a legitimate, like, hey, we're going to bring you in? And how do both sides look in this situation? Um, I don't know. This is kind of a touchy subject for me. Okay. Right? Um, only because of the way I personally feel about the situation. I right. Know we talked about it. I don't, I feel that. Colin Kaepernick in his situation took money, left, keep his mouth shut. When you sat there and you know protested the way you did, yeah. I think this is an attempt at reigniting the Colin Kaepernick situation because controversy sells. Yes, right. Yeah. He's been out of the limelight for a while, and now. Not only now, I got dragged through Twitter on this when I agreed with what Des Bryant said. Right. And whether that's just to recall what it, 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 it's on the political side. When he, okay. when, I mean, we're talking he, about sports right now. He was talking about how um, Colin Kaepernick, like how I kind of feel he sold out. A lot of people feel that he, he hasn't. Right. I see it for a bigger picture. And Des Bryant came out and spoke <laughs> about that. And when I said I agree, oh, you should have seen the way Twitter treated me. It was crazy. I was probably the most hated person on Twitter. But then... I think Kanye it? West and, uh, and Donald Trump has those awards, but... Wait, let's... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe, but for... I'm saying for the day. You know what I mean? For the right. day, I was most hated on Twitter. But I forgot who it was. Oh. Damn. No, I forgot who it was. It was another NFL player that just came out, like, last week and was saying the same exact thing. Saying Colin Kaepernick hasn't done anything, right? Well, so Stephen A came out yesterday and said, "Hey, you know, when when players say he deserved to be back in the league, Stephen A came out and said, "Hey, you're disrespecting yourselves when you say that because the league." And I can even vouch for my own father who played at a rougher time in the NFL. Like he's been gone. For a long time, but the way the league is played now in the quarterback position, I think it fits his style. So I think that's the reason why they're looking at him. But to say he deserves to be in the league, I don't think he deserves to be in the league. Right. I think he I think he 
he he deserves to have an opportunity to see if he could be in the league. But it's like the Tim Tebow thing we talked about last year, right? Tim Tebow got a trial because he was Urban Meyer's like favorite player or friend or whatever the case may be, right? And everybody's like, oh, well, he deserved to try out. Well, what about the people that actually came from college, wanted to be drafted, and could possibly have filled that role for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Does he deserve a tryout? Yes. Does he deserve to be in the league? I can't say he deserves to be in the league. Yeah. Not necessarily now. And I just looked it up. And if you haven't seen it yet, go watch what Antonio Brown said. It was Antonio Brown that said it. Oh. Go watch go go watch the clip. Oh no, no, and, I know Antonio Brown. That's why I was like, I didn't know Dez had said anything. I knew what Antonio Brown said. Yeah, Dez said this like a long time ago. Antonio right. Brown is more recent. This was a the Dez yeah. was a resurfaced video. Yeah, right? this was yeah. So Antonio Brown came out and started saying anything. Now let's take Antonio Brown where everybody has thought he's crazy, right? But now we're seeing over the past season and things that have happened, we're seeing that some of the things that he said has been true. Right. 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 So is Antonio Brown as crazy? It comes back to that. Is he as crazy as he looks? I don't think so. In fact, yo, I support Antonio Brown. I like Antonio Brown. I think he's an intelligent individual and knows what the hell he's doing. He's a businessman and gets what he needs to get. You know what I mean? He understands. Although, although he, he, he's a businessman, but he didn't make a very good business decision with the Raiders. Like you, you should have kept your mouth shut for one day, one day, and you would have got thirty million dollars guaranteed. That, okay, that wasn't an intelligent <laughs> thing, but that was him standing up for self more than anything. You know right. What I mean? he, right. He has to look himself in the mirror and say. I gave up $30 million for you, right? Mm-hmm. And only you. So whatever it may be. So he has to take that and, and and eat that portion of it. But as far as everything goes, he knows what he does with his controversy. He knows right. what he does when he says things. He it's it's almost like it's him playing chess, but he looks crazy. Right. So I don't know. I would ask people in that case, well, when you've got Kind of like we let's let's just bring this topic. It's completely different, but it's a similar topic in the mm-hmm. sense of the reactions. When you talk about <clears throat> what is it, uh, uh, LeBron, right? So people have their opinions on LeBron. People have their opinion on Antonio Brown, right? Right. And <clears throat> it's kind of like I don't know. It's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a different, it's a difficult thing to kind of think about because it's just the, the mental psychology side of it. And I don't, you, you got to just take it with a grain of salt, but shit, Antonio Brown came out, said what he said. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's two people that said this, yeah. right? Yeah. So when mo- multiple people, when I'm talking about LeBron, sorry, I got my train of thought back here. Yeah. Multiple people like Jay Crowder, you bring up Jay Crowder. Oh, LeBron doesn't do this. LeBron doesn't do this on the court. Like they don't like each other for certain reasons. And now he's not a good teammate, right? A lot right. of players yeah. have said that. So then at some point you got to think, okay, well, maybe is this true? Right? Right. So when you're sitting here with the same situation and now you've got multiple people who are colleagues of this man, could it be true that he what we're seeing that he's doing is not actually like what he should be doing. He should be doing a lot more. You get what I'm saying here? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, so this is my opinion on the situation. And and, and I talked about this before. I think that 
when he first did it, right? Um, he was sitting down and, and then the Marine or the soldier came out and said, hey, man, don't sit down. That's disrespectful. At least kneel. So the kneeling came from an actual soldier. OK, like an actual guy who said, Colin, do that. Donald Trump took it to a whole nother level Agreed, no and stupid. turned it and turned it into something that I don't feel like Colin Kaepernick was trying to achieve. I think he was just doing a silent protest. He didn't know how to do it. Um, and in this situation, in this case, it's better to ask questions than to just do what you want to do. If he would have gone because I get that we're all grown men and stuff like that, but you got to keep in mind, you're playing for an organization. You're playing for the shield and on top of the shield, you're playing with an organization. So the best thing for him that would have been was to go to the Yorks. I think they still own the 49ers, but um, go, go to them and say, Hey, I don't like what's going on with uh, police brutality. Um, I want to do something as a team because he was a starting quarterback. I want to do something to show my support for the situation. Sometimes it's not how we do it and how we say it is. I mean, it's not how we say it is how we do it. Right. And if he would have just gone there and then I think the backlash from that, that's what ha ended up happening because then I don't think once he, it was like one of those things where, um, and, and, and sorry, you guys to bring up a trading reference, because that's what Michael friend and myself, that's how we make our money, uh, part of our money. But this is the deal. It's like this. When we put an order in and we immediately know it's going the wrong way and you just say, oh shit, I gotta let this play out. I think he got to that point where he was like, oh my God, I gotta let this play out. I didn't realize I was going to be in this type of situation. And then it, it became too much for him and he took a step back and then other people like Malcolm Jenkins and everybody, because he wasn't doing anything right. They start taking over and they stayed in the NFL, but they did it a different way because Michael Jenkins went to the, the Philadelphia uh, Eagles ownership and said, Hey, I want to protest, but how should I do it? Right. And then you have, which is very interesting because you have a superstar like Dak Prescott who said, hey, my family was in the military. I'm not kneeling, right? Same thing with me. I wouldn't have kneeled. I had my grandfather, my great-grandfather, and my father were actually in the military. Um, you know, they were in war, so I wouldn't have kneeled either. And, you know, I stand for the national anthem. It, it is what it is. People can... The woke society can dig into whatever they want to dig into and say, yeah, it was a slave song, whatever the case may be, right? Learn how to play the game. That's 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 what I want to say in that situation. Learn how to play the game. It is what it is here in America, okay? So, and I'm not saying I'm bowing down or anything like that, but I am a black man living in America, and, and I feel, I agree with you. I feel like he didn't follow through with what he was supposed to do in that situation when you start something you got to finish it yeah i completely agreed and i think that the biggest the biggest disappointment was for me was the settlement because i've and i've always me said too. This. i agree with that bro i've I always said this if you want if a you settlement you shouldn't even want to be back in the nfl yeah exactly yeah exactly yep. but that's why and that's coming full circle that's why my opinion on it 
is more or less a resurfacing or reigniting the the topic because he his name hasn't been anywhere for a while. He's been on the right. hush. He's right. been quiet, right? But he got his money from Netflix. He got his money from Nike. He got his settlement from the NFL. Right. And he had money saved. So it's like, what what's really going on here? Because I don't know. It just seems fishy to me. Like it seems like there's a Dexter agenda. Maybe he wants to show himself that he can still try out for a team. I don't know. Prove to himself something. Or like I said, maybe it's to, there's a lot of things that come up and I'm sorry for bringing up a trading topic, but when you are in the trading world, you understand and you learn that everything is calculated. Nothing Mm -hmm. is coincidence. So there is a reason he is in Las Vegas going for this opportunity, right? As far as the, the the tryout goes. But I can't necessarily say it's football related in the sense that he wants to get on that field and he wants to play because he wants a Super Bowl. No, right. I, I, I can't see that. I can't see that. I just think that I think that this is if Colin Kaepernick happens to get our uh podcast and, and listen to it, and I know it, it will circle to him eventually. If you're coming back, my man, come back for the right reasons. If you're going to play, come play for the right reasons. Don't, because this is the deal. If you're ready to play, play. But if you don't, if you're not ready to play, don't come back to just, and I don't even want to say don't finish what you started because I think we're past that. Jay-Z said it. Jay-Z said it when he took over. He said, we're past the kneeling thing. And the reason why he said that is because, once again, like you said, Colin Kaepernick never did anything with it. Um, It was something that he started. He just didn't finish. And it was almost like he was going up against the NFL, which is, I mean, he did. He won, whatever the case may be. But I don't feel like, should he have an opportunity to play? If he can still play, yes. But if I am the owners, I'm a little pissed off too. If I'm the NFL, I'm a little pissed. You sued me. You got all this money, and now you're trying to come back and get a contract. Man, you should have just won. Stephen A. Smith said this a few years. I think Colin Kaepernick wants to be a martyr, and I feel like that's what he's trying. I feel like back then that's what he was trying to do. And because I'm 44 years old, I grew up in Arlington, Texas, before there were any black people in Arlington, Texas. If you look at it now, it's a lot of black people, and I see some of the the kids there and they're trying to have change and stuff. But I grew up in, in Arlington when it was a farm town, pretty much. And it's owned by the Vandegrifts. You know, my mom was a secretary at the time for the Vandegrifts. There was no black people in Arlington, Texas. And the things that I had to go through and the things and I get it. But when you have somebody and just so people know, my mom, is a biracial. So she taught me how to play the game, so to speak. And you're not necessarily going to win the game. You got to know how to exist in the game. And I feel like, yes, we have, we we're in America. If you know your rights and you know, your constitution and stuff like that, you know, if you know how to say that when you in are in that situation, then be in that situation and know what you're talking about. But if you just have an attitude and you getting nowhere in the process, 
you're going to be, you're going to put yourself in a bad situation very fast. And it's not going to play out the way you like it. Educate yourself first before you step out and try to go against the system instead of, and then getting the people all riled up and things like that. And before I finish, I'm going to let you finish your point. Um, before I finish, I just want to uh, throw out, you know, my condolences, my heart, my soul, and everything goes goes out to the children that got killed, children and the teachers that got killed a couple of days ago. Uh, may you rest in heaven. Shout out Rob, Rob Elementary. Um, I didn't, I mean, I, I've, I'm kind of mum on the point that this, like I've already said what I've needed to as far as Colin Kaepernick goes. I will say this, if this does get to him, I don't want him to think that I am against what he was doing. I supported everything he was doing. Right, right. I still support. I do too. I support it movement. too. I support the movement. Period. I'll finish it. Finish it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now there might be things that that I don't know or I don't see because I'm not privy to that information. Because what do, what am I privy to? I'm privy to CNN, ESPN, right. ABC, right. Fox News, and the internet. Right. And my own decision with all that information in front of me. Right. So if there's anything that I'm wrong about or that maybe I need a better understanding for, I would love for him to come on the show. Come on the come on the podcast. Let's talk. Right. Yeah. It's a regular conversation. I I am open to all of that. I want to know because I want to have the better understanding. And you know what's crazy? That would be far-fetched, but because he hasn't had any conversations with anybody, and that's the thing. He hasn't been on first take. He hasn't been in a, 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 a interview. I know he was named Time, most influ- one of the Time's most influential people at one point, but he hasn't had an actual interview explaining what was the cause and the point of all of this. And I would believe that in the settlement, there's probably NDAs oh, for that. Right, right. You know what I mean, we're going to give you this much money, but you got to be quiet for this long. And, and and having a family full of lawyers, I would say this, and I would pose this as well. But what were you, did you sue the NFL because they wouldn't allow you to play? They black, black and we know you got blackball, mm-hmm. right? So, but that even doesn't correlate with what the movement was about. Like it's just, it just turned oh, it into distracted it. It just, it just turned into a whole different type of conversation that didn't need to happen. It's almost like when you arguing with your girl or what you want to eat and y'all, you know, you blow up. Now, I haven't ever but I've seen this in restaurants. Like, what do you want? I don't know what I want. What do you want? I don't know. Screw you. I don't want to talk to you. No, like it turns to something else. Yeah. It, it went from the kneeling on the knee to, oh, now I can't be in the, and then I can't be back in the NFL. Like the whole narrative changed. The whole narrative changed. Yeah. Even and Donald this, Trump. Donald Trump even changed the narrative to the situation. Yeah. He Absolutely. made it. I mean, but Donald Trump is a is is somewhat a politician. He made it where, you know what? I'm going to use this to my advantage because I know there's a lot of, and I'm just going to say it white people out there that they're going to be mad about the situation that will vote for me that will say, yeah, he's doing wrong. He's not supposed to be doing that. Right. Right. So, but then when you, you get certain white people that were also kneeling 
then you got some of the racist white people saying, oh, he's an end lover or, you know, all right. that kind of stuff. Right. And then the whole narrative change and it got away from what he was really trying to do. And the fact that he didn't step up to the plate and say, hey, this is what I'm doing, everybody. Shut the hell up. That's why it got out of control. Agreed. Agreed. He lost. He couldn't control the narrative. He couldn't control the clock, whatever you want. He couldn't control it all at all. Right. right. So my last, my absolute last point on this is just, it's not an opinion, but I want people that are listening to this to understand something over the, it's not just over the past couple weeks, because yeah. what, what yeah. have we, we've had a lot of things come up politically and that have been very controversial over the past three weeks, right? Three, four yeah. weeks, Roe versus Wade, the baby mm-hmm. formula stuff, right? This stuff, yeah. like all these things, right? This, this the kids right now, the, 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 the shooting. It's all about the kids right now. Right. I want people to understand that right now, over the past couple of years, we've been in division season. Yes. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And I want people to think about this. If can your feelings, if you if you're so enraged, right? Can your feelings of what you of of you know how you feel about a topic can that cause and harm unification between two people? And can it cause division? If it can, that's mm-hmm. probably the goal, right? Yeah. Think about this. When we've got all we now we've got gun control in the in the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. We've got no gun control. When we've got extreme gun control, two different sides. There's your division. Right. right. So I want people to think about this. This is this the Colin Kaepernick thing. I think can actually be used if I'm using it in this context. This is a division topic for for sports people, yeah, like us, right? I may not care one way or another about whether guns are allowed or not, but guess what? I'm very passionate about my sports. Yes, right. I have guns in my house. Yeah, that's why we both. But guess what? I, if they outlaw them, I'm not hurt one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Do I wish they wouldn't? Yeah, I wish they wouldn't, but I'm not hurt one way or another. You talk about LeBron James, my feelings get hurt. <laughs> we know that, right? Mike. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Now we've got a topic that not only hits on sports, but right. because it's it's Colin Kaepernick, it is race as well. Right. So now we've got two things for division. Yeah. And when you can't unify people, they win. Yep. All the time. And we're going to leave it right there. Um, this is Dante Keller Woods for my main man, Michael Franz. We will be more consistent. I know we've said that in the past, but we are now that our lives are opening up, there's more freedom going on. You're going to be hearing a lot more about us sports, politics, sports with politics, um, just real life shit because we just real life people and, and, and we keep it real. So uh, for my main man, Michael Friends, I'm Dante Keller Woods. We out. Peace.